Hey everyone, it's Matthew from That's a Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Hey, I did it! Thank you to Early Bird for sponsoring today's episode. everyone and welcome back to another episode of That's So Matthew. Today I am so excited to have a very special guest here with me today. Say hi. Hi. And what do you do? Where are you from? Tell the listeners a little bit more about you. Well, I'm Sparkling Ava from Instagram. I'm an Ava Colper fan page. She's from Save the Max. I make edits for her and a few other people like Skycast, Navia Robinson, other people. And it's nothing like professional. I don't do those really fancy video edits, just picture ones. And I mean, I'm from They're pretty fancy. Yeah. They're pretty fancy, so in my opinion. Thank I you. Totally I was this is really exposing myself and I don't want any of the listeners to come at me, but back in the day it was I was probably like it was like 2017. It was like right when the show came out. I used to have a Riverdale fan page. I know it's really? cringy. I know it's cringy. Um, don't laugh at me, everyone. It's okay. It's okay. But I honestly had a blast with it. It was kind of fun, but it's just it's just weird. I I can't even believe I had that. But now I have a podcast, so I think that's more professional. And also the podcast. This is episode 95 of the podcast. That's kind of crazy to me. We're getting really close to 100. And I was just talking to you before we started recording. I have no idea what to talk about for episode 100. Ooh, maybe the upcoming Disney Channel original movie spin. You better watch it on premiere night. Everyone, this is to everyone. We can't let it flop like our topic Upside Down Magic did. That only got 1.3 million viewers. At least yeah. it's higher than what Kim Possible got. but it's still pretty bad in the ratings. I agree. We need to uh, get this movie. Like, I wish that we could like make a movie chart, like, you know, like podcast charts, or, like music charts. I wish you could like make a TV premiere chart because we need spin to just do amazing. It is one of the decoms that I have not like been as excited about like ever. Like I've never been this excited. I think for a decom premiere in like five years. I was pretty excited when Zombies 2 was just coming out. I remember like listening to all the music. I really loved it. And speaking yeah. of that, I think he has an episode on it. Uh, I do. I do. Zombies yes. and Zombies 2 are out now. The first Zombies is like an OG That's So Matthew episode. I have not listened to that episode in like, oh God, probably like a two years probably since it came out like over two years ago i just did zombies 2 about a little over a month ago so that episode is out wherever you get your podcast but without further ado i think we should honestly get right into today's topic upside down magic but before we get yes. into it this is a new thing that i'm doing here on the podcast i ask the guest why they picked this specific topic do you have like a, a reasoning behind your choice today Yes, because I really enjoyed this movie when it came out, and I just love the cast. And fun fact, I think I've been noticed by most of the cast. And if I tag them on my story, I really hope they can like listen to this episode. Yeah, no, that'd be so cool. I also like another thing. Uh, this has nothing to do with what you just said, so I kind of feel bad. But I just want to like ask <laughs> okay. my listeners. What would you guys think if I was able to get like a Disney Channel person, whether it be a Disney Channel star, writer, director here on the podcast, would that be interesting to you? Because I have honestly, I really want to do it. Like I want to go for it. Oh shit. Yeah. Go for it. I want to see that actually. Like, I don't know who it would be like whatsoever. Um, Like I actually did DM someone on Instagram and they did respond. However, they said no. Who was it? So we're um, going to spill the tea. It was um, Lisa Arch, who you probably have no idea who that is. She was in Austin and Allie and Corey in the house. 
uh, and she was in Hannah Montana as well. Um, she was Austin's like manager, like Demonica or something like that. Oh yeah. I don't know her actually. <laughs> yeah. But so that was who I DM'd. Uh, she got back to me. Um, however, it wasn't no, but honestly she responded. So I have to give her credit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. let's honestly get into it without further ado. I said that like 10 minutes ago, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so Disney channels, Upside Down Magic originally premiered on July 31st, 2020. And this episode is coming out on July 30th, 2021. So it's about just in time for the one year anniversary of this movie. This was a very interesting choice when I, we originally planned this episode. I'm going to say like, honestly, like three, four months ago, I was really excited because I wanted to talk about this movie because I hadn't talked about it yet here on the podcast. And I could not figure out why. And then when I rewatched, I kind of figured out, like, I just, I needed some time to process it. And I think that the one year anniversary was just a perfect opportunity of to, like, course. talk about it. Uh, it is based off of a book um, by several um, authors, Sarah Malinowski, Lauren Miracle, and Emily Jenkins. And the film stars Isabella Rose and Sienna, I always butcher her name, and Agudong. Agudong. There we go. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, literally, <laughs> I swear the people in DCOMs always have like the hardest last names and I feel so bad because I feel like I butcher them like most okay. of the time. It's all good. It's all good. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Um, we're fine. So this movie is basically a adaption. Of, it is an, uh, an adaptation of the book. We have Nori, aka Eleanor, who and Reina, Reina, Rena. Yeah. I, yeah. And they have magical powers. So we have Nori who can transform into animals and the other one can control fire. So that's super exciting. I was, I'm going to be honest. I usually am not a huge fan of like the magical decoms. Like, I don't know. Is that like bad to say? No. Do you we like agree or how do you feel? Honestly? I actually really like the magic decoms, like Descendants, obviously. And okay, then- I like Descendants, but I feel like some of the other ones for me, maybe it's just because they've kind of just become the norm. Is Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like repetitive. Yeah, because we haven't really, t- t- TBH, like haven't gotten like just like a regular high schooler decom in like forever. So that's why I'm so excited for Spin, honestly. Damn. Like, it's honestly, like I said, I'm going to say this 500 times because I am so excited for it. I I just am really, really looking forward to it. And we're going to promote it until the day it airs. And even after that, we're going to keep it going because I feel like it deserves all of the all of the love. And of course, yeah. So this is the decom that we're talking about, Upside Down Magic. And so... Here is my first thing that I want to talk about with the plot. And I have seen this point made. I think I saw it on a TikTok. I have kind of just seen everything. So someone said that this is basically Disney's attempt at a Harry Potter. How do you feel about that? Everyone says that. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me hear it. Honestly, yeah. And the execution was pretty good, in my opinion. That's fair. I agree. I think it was here. This is going to sound so bad. And I promise you, I'm not trying to make it sound bad, but I feel like Harry Potter is kind of like its own. It's kind of geared towards more like adulty or a specific fan base, if you know what I mean. Like the Harry Potter fan base. I I don't know if they have a name, uh, but those people, it's very catered towards them. But I feel like this movie does a really good job at catering to multiple to multiple groups and for kids. I think this is more kid friendly. Agree to disagree, but I think that this is honestly rather good for kids. And it, it was executed good. I mean, there were some weak parts, which we'll get to. But I just feel like this this works like in the Disney Channel realm with the magic school and stuff. So I have to... Um, just put that out there right away. I, that was one of the first things that I have in my notes because I see it everywhere. And so, yeah, first thoughts out of the way. We think that so far we've established it's a pretty good 
pretty good adaptation or attempt. So we yeah. have uh, another brief point of the thing I wanted to just get out of the way. We have four classes for the students, which I guess you could consider similar to a Hogwarts house if you want to go that route. We've got the flares who can create fire. We have the fluxers. They're my favorite. Flyers. I don't know which one's my favorite, honestly. I the fuzzy one is just weird. It reminds me of a furry. I'm sorry. No hate to furries. Other people called them furries. No hate to furries, but I mean, I thought. I don't know. Yeah, that's funny though. I thought they were furries at first. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to go with flares. Flares are probably my favorite. Same. I love them. I I want to be one, actually. Me too. Me too. That'd be so cool. All right. So first character is Isabella Rose's character, uh, Nori, who she is 13, and she is a fluxer. However, she's an abnormal fluxer, um, and she is put into the UDM program, which is basically like the outcast program, which I hate like saying that, but like, it's basically what it is, right? Yeah. They, like, get excluded for absolutely no reason. I mean, they say, like, they're, like, not ready to be trained or whatever. Like, they just, like, banish them into some basement with some, no offense, a weird teacher who, like, kind of annoyed me at times, you know? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of zombies when the zombies had to go to the basement for their classes. And yeah, yeah, that's a good parallel. Were so mean. That's that's actually yeah. a really good parallel. It very interesting. That's I don't know. I just felt like really like odd about it because it's like, oh, we're gonna separate you into these classes, and then no, you aren't good enough, so you're gonna go to the basement. That's yeah, what it felt like and to the me. Principal, yep, the principal and teachers were really mean. I would not want them. I agree, honestly. Vicky Lewis's character, first off, I love Vicky Lewis. She is iconic. She has been in quite a few projects. She has voiced so many, so many characters. And I actually know her from a musical. She was in the musical Anastasia, which is one of my favorite musicals of all time. And I just think that it's very interesting, this character, because that teacher just, oh, the headmistress annoyed me but we're talking about nori right now so nori i honestly here's a hot take this is gonna it's nothing against the actress but this character just really didn't resonate with me and i can't say i really enjoyed it her character in the sense that she felt like she was like more immature than the rest of them does that like do you kind of get what i'm going for yeah, she kind of acted childish sometimes. I mean, I respect her, her, what is she's a flux, a fluxer. She, I respect it. You know, she has super, she has Dritten, which is a cat dragon hybrid. That's like her bestie. I love that. Same. But yeah. I don't know, like, I don't, just her character, just something about her character just didn't sit right with me. And like, you have the one scene where, it's like her the audition I guess you could say where they separate you and she kind of didn't perform as well and I think that she was just trying like too hard to like be the best but she wasn't like being herself if I had to like give it like a reasoning yep I agree on that I think that she especially because her best friend literally in my opinion was one had one of the best powers in like the whole school yeah. and she was like doing so great. I think it just kind of got to her head a little bit. Does that like, is that fair? Yes. Yes. What? So what did you think? Give me, give me the rundown. Of what? Of her. Like, what did you think? Of the character herself? Yes. Noria. I think she just wanted to fit in. That's fair. Yeah. She's like one of those kids, and this is, I don't know how to say this, but she's like one of those kids like who at school like tries to fit in, but like isn't like her true self while trying to fit in. Is that like kind of fair? Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it's just like, you don't want to, I'm a huge, I say this like every podcast, so my listener probably sick of it. I 
am this huge person and this huge believer of don't change yourself for anyone. And she was changing herself for people. So, you know, that was already getting on my nerves the whole time. Yeah. But I still um, feel bad for her for being in the UDM, but same. I, I feel like it maybe like helped her a little bit in like a weird way to like kind of be more true to herself. So I yeah, respect honestly. it. Um, next character is her friend, Raina. I, I think that's her name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Raina? Raina. It's Raina. Raina. Okay. That's how it's like spelled phonetically, like looks like it. But like at least this movie doesn't have like basic names. So I have to give them much credit for that. You know yeah, how I am with my basic names. Generic names. Yeah, yeah, no I don't really generic like names. Generics. So this yep. really respect the names here. Um, so she is her best friend, Nori's best friend, and she can manipulate and control fire. Probably Amazing. my favorite character in this movie. Same. She's so pretty. She's pretty. She also, I love her actress. She has been in this Netflix series, No Good Nick. She has been in Nikki, Rick, Nikki Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, Sydney to the Max. So many things, honestly. So go and her. Raven's home. Yes. And she's yeah. just, and she's my age too. So that's like kind of cool. She's like a month older than I am. So. Oh my God, really? I thought you were older than her. Um, no, she, her birthday. I just look, cause like I have like her pulled up. She, her birthday is August 19th, 2004. And mine is September 12th, 2004. So it's a little bit less than a month. And honestly, wow. I just love her. Her character she also had the red, like the red uniform for her, like um class, is like such a look. I know. I actually liked it. The red, red is the her red color. The red, red is her Very color. Much. Now, I do want to talk about at some point in this movie. Uh, Reina starts uh seeing this person that isn't there and people start like really taking it to her like people take it like really seriously and they're they like start like kind of thinking of her as an outcast and so i her name is chandra who is who she believes is a fellow um flair however it is just a i believe they say it's like a spirit embodiment type of thing probably it's kind of like it's like a really like weird like interpretation of like having a like imaginary best friend and it's just like haunting her and she manipulates Reina and possesses her and it's oh, yes. it's so it's really dramatic but I feel like for her character it's really good and this is another point that I want to make it almost is like she's kind of replacing her friend Nori but she's not Oh no, she got annoyed with Chandra at some point. I know, but and like not- you see, it's kind of like almost. I wonder. This is gonna. This makes no sense. But I just had this theory come. Like, what if like, uh, Nori kind of like saw that, but I know she didn't. She would like get really mad, and I feel like she would change herself even more, which is a big no no. Oh no, I'm glad she didn't see it, or she could have seen it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I just honestly, the character, Chef's Kiss, my favorite character, hands down. And you already said that you agree. So I am very yeah. happy. Oh, and Chandra's played by Yasmin Fletcher, who was also an Andy Mac for a little bit. And she's really pretty. Yes. Um, fun story about Andy Mac. I was like really, really in an Andy Mac mood a couple of days ago. And I was like, I'm going to go watch it on Disney+. Plus. Well, mo- most of the episodes aren't there. Oh, I'm so mad about that. Fuck you, Disney+. Plus. I Okay, I agree, like, that that guy was totally in the wrong. But, like, if they could, just edit those specific scenes out. Yeah, honestly. Even if the episodes reason. are shorter, like, I think that it would just... Because, like most of the show isn't there and like I was just really really sad because I really wanted to watch Andy Mac like all the way through like I wanted to start from the beginning and go all the way to the end and I know I had to live off 
fucking illegal websites. Yeah, which we're not condoning, but if you do it, we're not judging. I did it every week with Raven's Home and Things and then Max's new episodes when they were airing. It was um, a good time. As you should. As you should. <laughs> I may or may not do that for the iCarly reboot. Mm. may or may not which i still need to see um is it good it's it's pretty good i mean it could it could be better it could be worse mm. i still so, haven't seen the original the original was not always my favorite it was my sister's favorite but i respect i respect the reboot i i do um mm. so next character that we're going to talk about is bud um who is the teacher and he's like a groundskeeper, but he's also the teacher of the UDM program, which is the same program that Nori's in. And he is actually a furry, not a furry, a fuzzy. <laughs> and yeah. so here's my problem with, ooh, what was that noise in my microphone? What is that? Um, so here's my problem Hi. with his character. He gives me like really like creepy man vibes. You pedophile of shit. Kind of. I don't know. It's just like weird. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's the singing, the the fuzzy, not the furry. <laughs> just like it's weird to me. I don't know. Like, I don't hate his character. He just like just felt it felt out of place or like I didn't know enough about him. Mm. To me, he was just like the teacher who tried so hard to be like the chill cool one yeah oh yeah like you know the teacher that's like kind of cool but like isn't like super cool but like thinks he's really cool I get it yeah there's yeah. definitely a couple teachers that I can think of like that and those people those teachers no offense that like makes th thinking that they are cool makes them less cool for me exactly and no hate to the actor by the way yeah no oh I just always want to make this clear I am never hating on the actor. I'm always like, if I'm hating, it's like hating on the character and it's not hating of on their course. acting. It's just how it was written and also not hating on the writer. It's just not for me. Everyone has different opinions. And as you know, as I am almost a hundred episodes into this podcast, I have a lot of opinions. So yes, there you go. Um, next character we're going to talk about is Eli, some Samahoy, Samahoy. It's Ellie Samohi. Ellie Samohi. I am really bad at the names. This cast okay. honestly has some great names, though. He I was know. in yeah. that one show. Uh, I can't think of the name. Bizarre Vark. Bizarre Vark, right? Yeah, season three. Yep. Season three, hot take, my favorite season. Really? You know why? I just realized that the other day, me and my sister came to this realization. It's because Jake Paul wasn't in it. <laughs> Yeah. I hate That's him. I'm fun. sorry. I can't stand him for the and yeah. anything. I hate him. Hate, hate, hate. Hate is a strong word. I just can't do him. I hate him. I don't think he is ever done anything good. Yeah. Stan Olivia Rodrigo, though. Yeah. And um, Sour Besties. Oh, yes. Sour is my album of the summer. So yeah. everyone go stream it. Uh, so his character is also a flare but he's an abnormal yep. flare which puts him in the udm program along with nori and so he is abnormal in the sense that he makes smoke instead of fire so it's it's yeah. like almost a really weird thing it's almost like um it's like i feel like they're trying to like hint at like potentially like him like being a smoker kind of like thing but like a kid because it's like his power it's his flair it's just like really weird I don't know like yeah you kind of get what I mean it's like really it's weird but his character I liked his character I always like his characters because I feel like he's just his characters are always just living their best life they yeah. don't like really give two shits about what's going on around them yeah I kind of feel like he had a little crush on that other girl pepper who we'll talk about later yes he always um, wanted to like impress her that's literally who vibes. i was going to talk about next um allison <laughs> fernandez plays pep pepper who is a flicker but she's an abnormal flicker which as you guys know puts them in the udm program and she pushes things away from her yeah allison fernandez i was like where do i know her from where do i know her from she looks so familiar well she was in 
Once Upon a Time Season 7, which you guys know is like my one of my all-time favorite shows. I'm currently re-watching it right now for like the I 500th bet. time because, <laughs> I don't know, I have nothing better to do right now. Yeah. Um, but she, her character, I wish we got more from her. Is that a hot take? Yeah. I feel like she was just kind of there. And I hate when movies do that because the actors and actresses deserve better, especially because she was like a main character, but it was just like really weird because we didn't get too much from her. But we, like we said, we are thinking that he had a crush on her. He never like officially said it though, right? I don't think he did. Yeah. It's just implied. Yeah. But truthfully, one of my, one of my favorite characters in this movie, even though we didn't get much from her, I just respect her actor, actress, sorry. And I, her character also, it's like one of the only flickers we ever see in this whole movie. So shout out to the flickers. Yes. I also kind of like her attitude, even though she's kind of sassy. I feel like the sassy characters (laughs) always have the best, the best like characters. They just... It works good for me. Yeah, I actually liked her jacket. And I'm not even a sassy yeah. person. I just like sassy characters. I, and I think that there's nothing Same. wrong with that. Um, yeah. The next character that I really want to talk about is Andres. Andreas. 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 Yeah. Andreas. Uh, who's played by Max Torina. He is an abnormal flyer who basically flies to very high heights and he can't come down without a rope or weight. (laughs) So they kind of like give, like for most of the scenes, he'll be wearing like a backpack to like hold him down. And I honestly, I think it's like super, his character, like I would kind of be into the flying thing, but I'd like to come down, you know? Yep. Yeah, I want to come down too if I flew. Um, his actor also has been in a couple different projects uh, off the top of my head. I think he um, was in Raven's Home and Sydney to the Max, correct? Yes, my favorite. And he played Tess's boyfriend in Raven's Home, which I ship them, actually. I don't care what anyone says. Me too. I ship it. I really yeah. do. Um, no, he had a real, this movie, this cast, all talented all talented there's they're all great they're all i have nothing against any of them i respect every single one of them if any of them are listening i love you all nothing against your characters by the way yeah nothing i might sound like i have something against them but i promise it we're cool we're cool (laughs) yeah of course um so the pretty much the last one that i really want to talk about um since we kind of kind of hated on her already vicky lewis's character linda hunslinger who is the headmistress they also they have like the other like admin boards and like all those characters nothing against them we didn't get too much of them they're just all mean and i don't like them of course yeah i don't like them either and so here is my gripe about her so she just gives me like I'm better than everyone else. So whatever I say goes. I mean, she is, she is the headmistress. Like I respect it, but it's just so annoying. I don't know. I just didn't like her. Yeah. She doesn't even have powers. She's not better than everyone else. Like what the fuck? She was just annoying to me. I agree. So cranky. She's just like, an older lady who like almost like I feel like she would be a Karen oh my god yeah she's a Karen she's like a Karen energy magical Karen that's what I get from her I don't know I just can't I couldn't stand her I really couldn't same yeah um but as I said I love Vicky Lewis so I can't hate also I just realized I never told the listeners about why I probably sound different even though you can't really tell I did get my Invisalign retainers which are like braces but not braces because braces kind of scare me personally um so I have kind of a lisp but you can't really notice it anymore unless I like say something with like a super s-y sound it kind of sounds a little different but the podcast is here to stay. The podcast is here to stay. And like I said, of course, 
Uh, I'm hoping to continue to do new episodes every single week. There's some stuff coming up in my life that might make stuff a little hectic, but I'm really hoping that by the time I go back to school in just a little bit over a month, which makes me want to throw up to say. Ew, same. I don't want to go back. I hopefully will have all my episodes done for August, September, and October, which is a really big stretch, but we're going to make it work, which brings me through spooky season, which is kind of exciting i have kind of already started planning that but i still don't even know what i'm talking about for episode 100 so Uh, we'll figure it out maybe it will be spin maybe it'll be something else maybe it'll be something cooler i don't know we'll find out i would yes i would do spin though (laughs) i think i might i think i might so stay tuned everyone you'll find out very soon all right let's get into the plot of this movie from the very beginning so we're established at the beginning that nori has always been a little different and she found her powers pretty early on in her life we have a little bit of a flashback scene to um, kick things off and now a word from our sponsor today's episode is presented by early bird early bird is the simplest way for parents family and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future starting at the earliest age Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes while activating a child's broader community to gift contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. If you're like me and spend just a little bit too much money on iced coffee and you're not spending enough saving for college, well, I've got just the thing for you. That's why we are teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free $15 investment to gift a child you love. Simply go to partners.getearlybird.io slash podcast or the link in our show notes below, download the app, and create an account today. Early Bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. Um, And I was like, at first, when I first started watching this movie, I kind of like wasn't into it last year. I don't know what it was. It just like the beginning doesn't like set itself apart in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it kind of feels generic at the beginning, but then it gets good at the, towards the end. and Or at least that's my opinion. So, we jump to the Academy uh, pretty early on in the movie, and we also see um, his name, uh, Griff. I think his name is Griff. Griff, I think. Bud, Bud. Where did yeah. I even get Griff? <laughs> uh, so that's his last he, name. he um he like tells the parents to like go away like right away like that's so sus like so suspicious like the parents just walked away too like they didn't question it. Yeah, that's so weird. Like my mom, We're... I feel like she would not like allow that. Did you get pedo vibes from that scene? That scene, I think, is probably what made it a little uncomfy for me mm-hmm. a little bit but look, again I respect it his character like he seems like a kind of a cool guy it's just a little a little creepy a little creepy yes. yes so from there we have the I don't know how they are we gonna say like sorting like I feel like that's just like Harry Potter but we'll call it like the sorting sorting ceremony yeah sure uh so we find, like we said, we have the flares, the fluxers, the flyers, and the fuzzies and the flickers. Yeah. So that is five. Uh, and so they will find out what they are. They'll show off their powers and they'll get sorted and they'll get a card and it'll magically change because this movie is all about magic. Obviously, it's in the title, Upside Down Magic. Um, so Reyna shows off her flare skills while Nori becomes a cat slash dragon thing while trying to turn into a cat so she kind of goes a little bit wrong i feel like in this scene it just kind of shows that she was trying to change herself or she just wasn't necessarily ready for a big challenge like she was trying to take on if that makes sense agreed yeah like that's a that this whole school seems like the huge like the biggest undertaking ever like you have to like shove your powers and then all this stuff. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't like how they expect perfection like all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Perfection. Yeah, I'm a perfectionist, like to be honest, but I feel like still that's too much for me. 
exactly. Um, and so we find out that Reina is going to be in the Flair program honors, which is super exciting, which means she is pretty advanced. So of really course. shout out to her. Um, like also, I said my favorite character, so I'm a little bit biased. Uh, and then we see that Nori is placed in the Upside Down Magic program, aka the UDM program. And she honestly is kind of like not into it at first. Yeah, she was ashamed of it and mad about it. I feel like I probably would too be like as well. And yeah. so people who that don't have perf- perfect abilities, um, the headmistress considers them to be easy targets for shadow magic, which is basically the evil force of the movie. And that will uh-huh. use their magic against everyone else. So yeah. basically they are going to use their powers and secretly plan to perfect their abilities while helping bud on the grounds crew, because he is a grounds crew member. Yeah. And she the headmistress really has no idea or she's unaware of like the magic that's going to be targeting these students so she's like trying to protect them but like she's not doing a great job yeah she was just really mean about it and this class kind of gives me special ed vibes no offense to those people yeah it kind of just seems like they separated them which i feel like i'm really against so yeah and the whole school i feel like they were the special ideas yeah Mm -hmm. I agree uh so up next we kind of get to see that Raina discovers a shadow magic book and she does not really know much about the shadow magic which is kind of like bad because that's like pretty much the villain of the movie and that she does she learns that Nori and the other UDMs were taught about this and she wants to strengthen her abilities and she's using this because people were kind of like belittling her making fun of her for her powers so she is she wants to get better with her powers like right away so I see where she's coming from like she wants to she's going to use this dark magic book for her benefit yeah yeah um she thought it was gonna help her but it just made her possessed yeah so we're gonna get there soon but bud finds out that they are actually working to perfect their abilities and he is going to help them while not allowing the headmistress to find out because pretty much then they're over at that point because she is a little um bitch to put it lightly (laughs) swearing Matthew whenever he comes out on the podcast you know it's bad it's okay I cuss all the time but not in front of my parents obviously yeah same um but they don't listen to my podcast anyways so it doesn't really matter wait really I thought they did (laughs) sometimes they do but they honestly haven't listened in good eight months so yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, so I think I'm in the clear this time. Uh, but then we kind of get to see the Founders Day events where Raina will compete against Philip. And so somehow her powers are super duper strong. I wonder why. Wink, wink, because yeah. she's using dark magic to and she will represent the flares. However, Nori is like, I'm going to compete and I'm going to turn into a kitten. Well, she becomes this really like weird, like cat, dragon, boar hybrid thing. And Raina has to use her to snap out of it. And it's so weird. And Nori almost gets hurt because her powers are so strong. I should say Raina's powers are so strong. So this is starting to get her into some trouble this using the dark magic because we're seeing her use the dark magic and that is a something that you shouldn't be doing you know (laughs) like is that like bad to like say or i mean she wanted to try to prove to the whole school that they weren't bad i don't know 
yeah i don't know i am kind of like torn between it right now yeah um so hmm yeah i don't know so this starts the storyline of chandra who is also a flare and is really encouraging and trusts in her abilities i should say Raina's abilities i never specify i got to get better on that on the podcast uh but so <laughs> okay. the shadow magic books start appearing at where Raina goes and Raina tells Chandra to take the book with her, but she takes it. But then it is found or it reappears in Raina's room. So Creepy. we find out that Chandra is actually a shadow magic embodiment and that she's basically imaginary or she's not imaginary, but she, no one else can see her. Oh my god. So that's kind of creepy because you see you see this scene where Raina's talking to her and yelling at her, but there's no one there. So everyone's like, girl, what is going on with you? Yeah, they thought she was crazy. Yeah, so oh, it's just weird. It's just weird. And they're like, what's going on with you? And so Chandra actually manipulates and possesses Raina. And so Raina goes up to rep- to represent the flares with her very powerful magic that she used dark magic to get to that point. And she becomes a shadow like monster villain being thingy majig. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the point of this part of the movie is careful what you wish for kind of thing. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how that feels when people say it because of the Raven's Home season five rumors, which we're not going to get into too much. But apparently Nadia, Sky, Jason, and Annalise are leaving. So be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's take a hot second to talk about that because there has been some updates since our Raven's Home episode and you were the Raven's Home guest. So obviously we just want to touch back up with them. So for anyone who hasn't been keeping up with the season five stuff, we have gotten, we're going to get two to three more characters, which we kind of talked about in our last episode. However, uh, we won't be getting Nia. Uh, Booker's okay. going to be there. Booker's going to be By there. By himself? Like, why are they getting separated? The fuck, Disney? Yeah, and then Sky won't be there, and Jason's character won't be there. Levi. And Annalise won't be there, right? Chelsea? So it's like everyone except for Booker and Raven. So no, thank you, Disney. I'm sorry. Just cancel it at this point. Period. Or just make it a whole new show so I don't have to watch the season. I'm going to present this, get, present this idea. I talked about this with you. So apparently Raven's going to be going back home with her dad and mom. What if they call it Raven's Back Home? Oh, yeah. I actually like that. Because you still got the Ravens home. Like, they can keep the same logo if they really wanted to. And then just, like, put the back on the side. It could work. So, Disney, if you do it, I do expect royalties of a thousand plus dollars. So, thank you. Oh, yeah. You better pay him. What? Okay. What if they didn't, like, hear it from me, but they come up, apparently, quote, unquote, come up with it themselves? I still think that I should get some money. Of course, we try to give them as many ideas as we can, but they just ignore us. They used to leave me on the scene all the time. They're just rude. Yeah, they, uh, no hate to them, but also kind of hate to them. Of course, yeah. Honestly, let's continue. Uh, So that's the update on Raven's Home. Uh, But then after this incident, we kind of see that the UDMs are able to rescue Reyna and return her to normal so that she can defeat the shadow magic that she pretty much awakened. So this whole thing is her fault. Hot take. Raina's fault? Yeah, kind of. But it's also Chandra's fault too, so. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, oh, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So from there, we get a final scene kind of going on where the UDMs are put into their classes. They're no longer separated. And Bud is the official fuzzy, aka the furry teacher. Yeah, I don't think there even was one before. <laughs> so that's good for him. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting development, in my opinion. However yeah. you want to look at it. Okay. So, uh, 
But then we do get like a credit scene kind of where the shadow magic book falls off the shelf and opens up to a specific page and shows that logo. And now it's not fully defeated is kind of like the hint. And we're kind of they're kind of hinting at a sequel. If you ask me. They still need another decom for 2022 besides Zombies 3. So maybe that'll announce something soon. Because they announced the first movie in August 2019. So maybe August this year. I would be down. Honestly, I'm not like, I wasn't originally like a huge, huge fan of this movie. But I think that this could really go in the way it wants to if they tried for a sequel. They should totally. And Isabella wants it to happen too. I think I have a video for saying something about it. Would I get copyrighted that one? Oh, very interesting. Very interesting. So I'd love to see it. Or I could try to play it if that would work. (laughs) If it would work, I think it should. If you have like a video of it. Yeah. Or even I I could link it too. If you send me the link, if you have one. Yeah, did you just hear something? No. That was playing. Oh, I didn't hear it. Oh, let's see. Did you hear that? No. Shit. I guess. Just, it's okay. Okay. Um, but apparently she wants it, so yeah, they better do it if they want more views or something or ratings. Um, yeah, I mean, the other thing that kind of scares me is if they make a sequel, are they gonna be like, oh, the first one didn't do great, so let's not make another one? Oh yeah, Some that would be are bad. Saying that it shouldn't get one, but I think it should. I agree. I think it should. So. Yeah. Uh, now the real question is we got to rate this, but before we get there, because I haven't done fun facts in a like really long time, let's do some fun facts. So the first fun fact that I have is that Disney channel bought the rights to this book in 2015 and started development in 2015. So that's a good really? five years before. Oh, shit. So they had been planning this for a really long time. Yeah. Maybe the books were written specifically so Disney Channel could do a movie because the books came out in 2015 too. Yeah. Very interesting. This. Very interesting yeah. if you ask me if the books came out that that year and then was rebought that year. You know? That would be really cool. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. Um, so another fun fact that I have is that the school that all the stuff was shot at the Shawnagon Lake School, uh, which was used for Sage Academy, used actual students as the extras in the movie. That's so cool, actually. I like that. Yeah, I always want to be an extra in like a movie or TV show. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, I know. That would be really cool. I actually thought that was just like a set because in a studio because they usually shoot things in a studio and not an actual building. I know. I love when they like, yeah, usually they are, but I love like schools that use real like places, like actual real stuff. I don't know. That's my personal favorite for me. Um, Did you just hear something? No. Oh, you good. Because I was just on Instagram and something accidentally played. I won't go on there right now. <laughs> You're Sorry. okay. You're totally fine. Um, okay, where was good. I going? I was going to say something else before. About the uh, school, yeah. Yeah, but I don't remember. So we're going to move on to the rating. <laughs> so our rating usually is pretty... Um, hard for me to do same um, I don't know what's rated I kind of was originally if you asked me last year probably would have gave this like a two 
Oh That's my so God. low, but I'm going to probably give this a, an eight. No, a seven, a seven out of 10. I was thinking that I'll give it a seven too. Yeah. It's good. It's really good in my opinion. Um, yeah. But there are like some things and it's some stuff that aren't my total favorite stuff, but I really respect this movie. It's one of my faves and I am looking forward to hopefully a sequel um, because I think it would be so cool to kind of explore that rest of the stuff before we move on. Yes, I really hope it does because I hate when DCOMs do cliffhangers but never do a sequel. Like, what the fuck? What's the point in that? It's a waste of my time, in my exactly. opinion. I mean, not saying I wasted my time watching this movie. I think I actually enjoyed it. But like, yeah. you know. Yeah, I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it and every time after that. So, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to all of those amazing actors and actresses and writers and stuff. Because yes. I really enjoyed this. And I'm sorry that I kind of hated on it last year. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but thank you so much everyone for listening to this episode of the podcast. I had a great time. Where can people Same. follow you and find your account, etc.? Okay. Instagram at sparkling. The sparkling has a Q in it. So sparkling dot Ava with three A's. You can yes. just put it in the notes. And I will also put it in the show notes as well so that you guys can go follow uh, and like and support all the things. And if you guys liked this episode of the podcast, I have so many others out. Go check them all out or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. That would also be pretty cool. You can check out my website, thatsmatthew.com for all my fun stuff, merch, uh, a link to every single episode and all the stuff in uh, all the decoms in order. So you can like find a good one that you want to listen to. I respect it. And I had one other thing I wanted to say. Oh, this is my last episode for July. So my next episodes will be for August. So stay tuned. We got some good stuff. Cadet Kelly, Ventures in Babysitting, Descendants 2 with, do you want to say who Descendants 2 is with? Me. I can't wait. I'm I excited. actually started watching. Yeah. I watched it last night, actually. Um, I did not. I watched this movie and I finished it about five seconds before we started recording. Oh, really? That's yeah, because I started it, but I didn't finish it. I fell asleep last night. Because okay. I got okay. home. I got home at about 1 a.m. and I started watching it and I didn't finish. I fell asleep. So I had to watch it's- the second half again. Uh, but descendants too and uh you also can follow me on instagram twitter and facebook all at that so matthew i was able to change my twitter username because whoever had that so matthew changed it so i can finally get that so matthew on all platforms and also upload all my episodes to youtube i'm actually a couple weeks behind but at the time that this comes out i will be fully back in session i hope you guys will listen to another episode again soon and i'll see you then Bye. Bye.